Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, um, first and foremost, um, it is Memorial Day, and I want to thank all those who serve and have served. Um, you know, we, including myself, who have not served, like to uh, forget how quickly, you know, our freedoms could be gone, taken away, kaput, you know, by other countries, not talking about the BS in our country, though I could write books on that. Um, yeah, man, I just want to thank everyone who's ever served, who is serving. Uh, without you guys, our lives aren't possible. And some people are like, man, it would be possible. Yeah, you can fuck off, okay? It's not. It's not. It's not. The stuff these guys do overseas, the stuff they see overseas, the stuff they stop from happening here because they're overseas. You know, I don't know a lot about it. But I do try and read, and I listen to a lot of different uh, ex-military, ex-Navy SEALs, different things like that, just, you know, talk about their lives, things they've been through. You know, some of them don't talk about it because it's hard to, you know. If it wasn't that bad, you know, the, the suicide rate for military shouldn't be that high. So take a step back. I know, you know, the Crip Keeper... And his vice president, cum dumpster Harris, didn't mention anything to the troops, uh, you know, about this Memorial Day. And they can fuck off, too. Because if it wasn't for our military, those two pieces of shit wouldn't be anywhere near where they're at either. So, and I'm not even being political, you know. I don't think politics, I think politics is all nonsense. And I'm not going to get into that rant. But, um, you know, we take for granted that we even have this amazing military and like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. High and Mighty here. That's not the case, but I just feel like it's important to, you know, I got friends who are serving right now, you know, who are, you know, active duty. I got friends who, you know, recently have gotten out. I got friends who didn't come back, you know, and um, I don't know. It's just, it's not something we should take for granted. And I didn't mean to bring it all, uh, you know, down in the dumps with that. But uh, I just think, you know, I don't know. I just think it's important to let give credit where credit's due, you know. Our military, our law enforcement, and everyone who goes defund the police, fuck you, okay? Fuck you. If you don't like it, don't listen to this podcast. I don't need you. It's not important to me. I'm here for me. I'm here for me and those who want to listen. If you don't like it, change the channel. Find something else. Go protest whatever gay shit you do. No offense to my gays. I love you guys, too. You like that? Let's see how. <clears throat> it don't matter. Because here's the thing again. Once again, I love everyone. Love, peace, all of it. If you don't like me, I don't give a fuck. Scoot. Go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> there's my rant for the beginning, guys. I know you weren't expecting that. Neither was I, but here we are. So uh, with that being said, I want to get to my next topic. Um, happy Memorial Day. Thank you to everyone who has served. Thank you for everyone serving. Um, you'll always have my support to the very end of my life. Uh, yeah, so 
to my next topic, the one I probably need to get into before I go any further on the military. Uh, it is May 31st, and I got to give the biggest shout out to one of my closest all-time friends, Seth motherfucking Messer. I like how I edited the fucking there, even though I already said fuck like six times. Motherfucking Messer. Yeah, mom, this is not an episode for you. Um, so, yeah. Seth Messer, um, he is 33 years old today. He has made 33 trips successfully around the sun. Um, I just want to give a shout out to him. He is a close friend of mine, an old, well, I say old, you know, old and maybe current still, because I feel like any projects that ever get done would include both of us. Um, current bandmate, old bandmate. We used to play music together, ride the roads together. Uh, we spent a lot of good times together as well. I met Seth when I was in my late teens, I think so, maybe somewhere, yeah, somewhere in between 15 and 18, I would say, the first time I met Seth. Um, so two of my friends I grew up with, uh, one of them being Weston, who was on the podcast with me and Seth, or Seth and I, rather, um, he had, they had moved away uh, to pursue music. We had played in bands previously, but they had made a move to try and, uh, you know, really pursue music, and I was, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time who I thought was the one, so, you know, when you're a teenager, you're like, oh, I'm in, I've met the person, you know. Either way, uh, so they had come back for a vacation, and they stopped by my house, um, and they brought their friend Seth, who they, I don't know if, I don't know, remember how they met now, if it was working together, or when I went to school with one of them, or something, I don't remember, some, some mess like that, either way, they showed up at my door, and uh, opened up the door, <laughs> And they're at the door, just surprised, TJ, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, hey, guys, um, sorry, my grandma just died, so I'm kind of, kind of bummed out. And they were like, oh, should we leave? And in that moment, I was like, no, no, come on in, come on in, um, and uh, and I don't really know why that's what I started with. Hey, my grandma died. Um, but that's what my, my, I led with. So, you know, um, either way, my grandma had died. That was true. Uh, but, yeah, so they showed up. And I remember walking in the door. And uh, they're just like, hey, man, this is Seth. And this, and this is what I love about, you know, maybe just early maybe it's because I was like you know early teen or younger teens I say younger teens I was in my late teens but I was younger you know I was in my teenage years or maybe it's because like we're just guys or whatever but like it was just like an instant acceptance you know he walks in the door some stranger I've never met skinhead not like not an actual skinhead but like shaved head like looks like he could be a skinhead um you know though I probably could have too at that time, so I guess it is what it is. But, um, you know, not knowing this kid at all. And uh, it was just like, he's like, 
Yeah, man, this is Seth. And by the way, the guy who introduced Seth uh, has pretty much the worst judgment uh, of, you know, I won't say the worst judgment I've ever seen, but the worst judgment of, uh, yeah, worst judgment I've probably ever seen. And uh, I just went, oh, cool, what's up, bro? And it was like, boop, boop, we're good. And then, like, instantly, we were just, we were friends. And, uh, you know, I don't know, just over time, we continued being friends, I guess. Well, we didn't, you know, because it was, it was, I hung out. I had, We had a good time, all four of us. I don't remember what we did. I just remember it was a good time. Um, and then I don't remember how many years later it was. You know, fast forward in time, two or three years, I, uh, I ended up moving back, or I ended up moving down to Florida. And I walk in the door. <laughs> I walk in the door, and uh, it was just fantastic. Total bachelor pad. Not the point, and I'm not going to veer off too much on that, but um, total bachelor pad. I walk in the door. All three of them are sitting there, and Seth, since seen in his skinhead neo-Nazi looking self back when I first met him, had grown uh, this beautiful, thick head of hair. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. His hair came down. It was straight. And then as it got to his shoulders, it would curl and wisp out. So it looked like, it looked like, it looked like if you had straightened an old straw broom. You know how when you used a broom enough, the straw starts to curve a certain way? Because you swept that way so many times. That's how his hair was. Like, he had brushed it so many times or whatever <laughs> that it, it had this natural, like, swoop out to it. And it was, like, it would, like, float. It was crazy. I don't know. That was, that was the first day. And then he started putting, like, hair gel and products and stuff in it to kind of try and contain it. But when he didn't contain it, it was just this, like, horse's mane of a hairdo. <laughs> Uh, man, it was good. You know what I also like about, you know, it, I, I'm excited about, you know, him being my close friend or whatever, is um, I could say all this stuff. I didn't call him previous to this, and I'm not concerned that he's going to be upset or, you know, not be my friend or whatever. You know, I'm not even concerned that he'd be embarrassed. Seth, Seth's a crazy cat. You know, he grew up in some... Like backwoods hill. I mean, I grew up in the backwoods, but like he was like backwoods, like near hillbillies and stuff. Seth's okay, I think. But uh, you know, I say I think uh, Seth's okay, but you know, like some of the rest of the people around there, I don't know. Um, I'm just playing, but yeah, like he was just a cool dude right from the get, right from the jump. He knew. Like sometimes you get that connection. Too. And, uh, so, you know, before I go veering off too much, uh, hey, buddy, happy birthday. I love you so much. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we've got to hang out and spend as much time together as we have. You know, hope it's a good birthday for you. Love you. And I know we're going to play video games later, too. Woo, whoop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now to segue into whatever nonsense I was going to talk about. I, uh, man... How crazy was my rant at the beginning of this thing? I wasn't prepared for that. You know, sometimes I just, sometimes I feel like I, I 
I feel like I'm censored too much. Like, no, I mean, no one's censoring me, you know, but like, sometimes you even like almost subconsciously, it's like you're trying not to offend someone or piss someone off. And I know some of you assholes out there are like, I don't know. Right. I know. But you shouldn't purposefully want to be a jerk all the time. You know, I'm not saying don't stand your ground on things that are important to you. But some of you are just assholes for the sake of being assholes. And that's not the way to live. Coming from somebody who used to be that person, that's not the way to live. But I ain't harping on that, you know. You're allowed to live your life if you want to suck forever, then I ain't going to stop you. Um, Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place today. I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to be more me. I'm trying to not be... You know, not be filtered. That's actually probably the correct thing I was trying to say. Yeah, uh, not be filtered. Either way. Okay, so Seth's birthday. Happy birthday. I love you. Let's see. I'm looking through my notes. Um, Memorial Day. I said some mean shit about the president and vice president. Fuck them. I don't care. Let's get to the important stuff. I don't have any good really UFC stuff going on, guys. I'm sorry. I know that's normally the start of my thing, which is probably why I don't rant about the vice president and president. I really, guys, I'm not that political. I could give two craps. I don't think either side has that great a candidate or does that great of things. And I think, you know, I agree with both sides. I'm very in the middle. I just like talking shit about the president. That's really all it is. Um... Yeah, so UFC news. I really don't have a whole lot because I didn't have a card uh, this past weekend, you know, in remembrance of Memorial Day and the troops, even though our president didn't. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not, you know, but I am. Um, But so this coming weekend, June 5th, uh, there is a a fight night card with, uh, I don't know how to say his first name, so, and it's not even like one that I feel like I could pretend and get close to. Uh, his last name's Rosenstrike or Rosenstruck. Um, either way, he's uh, I've watched him fight a couple times. He's a heavyweight, and uh, he's trying to come up. I think he just got knocked out in the past six months or so by Francis Ngannou, who's now the champ. Maybe longer than six months. Man, the whole COVID thing, ever since COVID, like my date and timeline is really just – not completely off, but like it, it don't feel right, you know. Like days and months and weeks and all that junk, they all seem the same because it's like we're living a crazy life. Either way, and COVID's over now, so I guess I need to stop using that excuse, right? Right? If you go to Walmart, which I don't recommend, but if you go to Walmart uh, and look in the clearance aisle, it's all disinfectant stuff. It's all in clearance because COVID's good now. Crazy, huh? crazy half the country still doesn't have a shot including myself and now COVID's not even a big enough deal to sell hand sanitizer anymore just get rid of the shit we don't need it here's the thing that gets me about that too i know guys i'm all over the place i'm drinking coffee this morning hello coffee thanks for trying to wake me up here's the thing as far as I know, hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes have a pretty good shelf life, if not used, right? 
So do they not think they're going to sell them? Like, I understand overstock and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, bro, if you sat that to the back for like a month, and then when people were buying hand sanitizer, you just slide them out beside the other hand sanitizer. Bop, bop, here you go. Bop, bop. People would buy that junk. Are they going to buy it like they did, you know, a year ago in May of 2020? Or almost June of 2020? No. Uh, but, you know, I think if you hang on to it a little longer and don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, you could get some use out of that. But, uh, whatever. I don't own a business like Walmart or anything of that nature. So, who am I to tell them? How to throw their money away. I'm kidding. I mean, look, they got so much money they can throw it away. Uh, either way, okay, sorry, guys. Uh, Rosenstrike is fighting Augusto Saki. I don't know if I've ever seen this guy fight before, but uh, here's the sitch. Rosenstrike's 33, whoop, whoop, 1988, unless he was born in 87 and hasn't turned yet, which is gross. Sorry, Weston. <laughs> or Augusto Saki. 30 years old, so three years younger, three years of rejuvenated energy that he hasn't lost. Uh, Rosenstrike 6'3", Saki 6'2". Rosenstrike is 242 pounds, and Saki is at 265, which means he's probably like way higher, but um, he's cutting weight to get to 265, which could help Rosenstrike. Um, Strike has an inch reach advantage, so not a whole lot, you know, of big discrepancy differences there other than, you know, weight, if you want to call that, uh, that big a discrepancy. I mean, it, you know, obviously that's a big weight difference, but in the heavyweight division, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, anything either. It's kind of crazy. And then we got the co-main, which is also a heavyweight title. That was Walt Harris and... Marcin Tiberi, and I think I talked about this in the last podcast. I actually feel like I talked about this UFC because I knew there wasn't one coming up. Um, but same thing here, heavyweights. Uh, Walt Harris is 37. Tiberi is 35. Harris is uh, 6'4". Tiberi is 6'2". 250, 249, 77 inch reach, 78 inch reach. So pretty like, <clears throat> pretty close stuff. Now Walt Harris has lost his fights recently, like last two, maybe three fights. Um, previous to that, he's the one I mentioned. His stepdaughter got kidnapped and murdered or something along those lines. I mean like, you know, very dramatic. And he dedicated his first fight afterwards to her and then lost. And that's a big, that's a big shot to the ego. So... You know, if I was bet with my heart, I want Walt Harris to win because, you know, he's trying to do it for his recently deceased stepdaughter. But if I was bet with my head, I'm thinking Tiberi's going to take it. When you're betting, you never bet with your heart. Uh, let's see. I don't know if any other guys up here are worth really mentioning. Here's the thing about the UFC, too, because I don't want to give discredit to the UFC. Every fight has the potential to be a good fight. Especially the prelims. Because these people are trying to prove something. More so than the guys at the top. But, um, 
yeah, I don't know any other names to tell you whether it's a good fight or not. And I'll let you know that uh, June 12th are a lot of good fights. That's the card. If you don't, if you only want to make time for one, make time for this one. Now, it's on pay-per-view, and I know some people don't like that because you got to pay for it or try and steal it, which I'm not condoning, but it is a thing. And I feel like it's only fair to mention it. Um, so on the early, early prelims, if you're one of those people, starts at 6 p.m., featherweight fight, Chase Hooper versus Steven Peterson. I like Chase Hooper. He just took his first L. Uh, he's 10-1, and one, but he is a good deal. Well, he's 10-1-1, and, one and one. so I mean, technically had a no contest at some point. But... um. He's good. They call him the kid, and I like him. I like Chase Hooper. So I'm pulling for Chase Hooper if you're paying attention to any of this. And this is two weeks out, guys, just for clarification. Uh, on the prelims, there's no one I'm really excited about. I mean, I, like, there's a girls' fight. There's Lauren Murphy versus uh, Joanne Calderwood, and that'll be a good fight. Um but I don't really know. I mean, I've seen both of them fight, but I don't know which one I would pull for. Maybe, I don't know. Those girls are rough. They're rough fighters, so it's hard for me to say. Um, then we get to the main fight, bruh. The main fight is, he, you, oh, Bilal's coming back. Look, I never thought I'd pull for this guy, Bilal Muhammad. I watched his last fight, and in his last fight, he took a really nasty, nasty eye poke. Um, so bad they called the fight. And eye pokes are very dangerous. Um, you know, like, you can easily lose an eye. So I'm glad to see he's back and he's fighting. And I assume if he's fighting, he uh, his eyes are good. You know, I don't think they let one-eyed fighters fight. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the rules on that. But glad to see he's back. Um, he's fighting. <clears throat> excuse me. I think his name's Damian Maya. I say I think it is Damian Maya. Um, I just don't want my crazed fans to go. Oh, bro, his name's what, what, what? Like with exact pronunciation. It's like, look, bro. You know, I get it. Either way, Damian Maia is 43, and Bilal is 32. Uh, Damian Maia, 6'1", at 170 with a 72-inch reach. Bilal, 5'9", 170 with a 72-inch reach. So, like, the age thing is kind of, you know, that's a big age gap. Uh, I mean, I know you got, you know, experience, you know, and and all that junk, but, like, I feel like 30 to 40 is a big gap in, like, speed and testosterone and, you know, slowing down for a guy. And maybe, you know, maybe it's not quite all that. I haven't reached 43 yet, but, um, you know. I just feel like there's a big slowdown there.
Yeah, I don't know. We'll go below. Damien's, you know, he's a vet. He's been there for a long time, too, so I'm not, not discrediting him. I just feel like that's a big age discrepancy. And I feel like Bilal's really itching for a win now because, you know, he, he lost his last one to, you know, I think, I don't know if they called it a no contest or however they wanted to call it. Either way. <clears throat> so then you got... Leon Edwards, who uh, is fighting Nate Diaz. I'm pretty sure Leon Edwards, I think he's the one who I poked below. I think so. Could be wrong, but I think so. Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Man, if they don't call the fight for some BS with, like, Nate's face, scar tissue something, um... Nate Diaz got cut in his last fight, and they called the fight because the blood was running into his eye. But, um, like, Nate Diaz's face is busted up. So, like, it's easy for him to get split open. So if they don't call it for something like that, I'm going to go with Nate Diaz. Not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nate Diaz. Sure, why not? That's a bit with my heart, though. I'm not even going to lie. Because I'm not sure that Nate Diaz, I mean, you know, Nate Diaz is is, <clears throat> is the older fighter in this one. He's 36, and Leon Edwards is 29, so Leon Edwards is really coming to his prime. Um, but Nate Diaz, I think his ground game could, you know, take him, take him for a W. So, I don't know, we'll see. I normally have these already picked out, so I don't have to, you know, I can roll through this a little quicker, but I don't know. So, let's see. Uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name at all, like first or last. I think it's Figueredo um, versus Moreno. I don't know much about these guys. Figueredo, I... Uh, I saw him fight his last fight, but it's the first, it's the like first fight I really I think I remember watching of him. So I don't really like, I don't really know a whole lot. Let's see. Yeah, so I don't really know a whole lot about him. I mean, he's had a quite a few fights that I'm looking back and seeing. So uh, I've certainly watched this guy. I just don't remember. And I hate to say that because it makes me feel like he was probably not that interesting. But, like, he fought three times in 2019. Two were decision, one was submission. Submission one may have been Tim Elliott. May have been interesting. Uh, submission, submission, draw in 2020. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to sound like he's not going to be interesting, but hopefully, you know, Hopefully it doesn't suck. <laughs> um, and then we got Israel Adesanya versus Mar Martin Marvin. Sorry, Marvin Vittori. Um, Izzy, of course, is undefeated in his division. I don't know if you guys can hear that siren out there, but it sounds like an ambulance is going by. Um, Izzy is undefeated in his division, uh, but just got his first loss in his professional career. Uh, and the weight class above 
his weight class. So, uh, I don't think it's going to affect Izzy's mental game, to be honest. He's so acute and sharp. I don't think... I don't think it changes anything. Um, but, you know, you never know. Uh, Izzy's 31 and Marvin is 27. Izzy's got a three-inch height advantage on him. Weight's the same at 185. And Izzy's got a six-inch reach advantage. That's the big one. And I'm going to go with Izzy because he's about precision striking. And I just don't think Marvin Vittori, that reach advantage is going to play a big factor. Now, with that being said, Marvin Vittori came really close. It went to judge's decision last time they fought. And Izzy won by split decision. So it wasn't like he, you know, he fought with dominance. Like Mar Marvin Vittori was one judge away from beating him. And I'm not big on judges' calls and most, I feel like a lot of UFC fans aren't because some of these guys are ridiculous but uh yeah so you know i think izzy is sharpening up his sword and uh i think in his i think in that middleweight division i don't i don't know if there's anyone who can you know i don't know who can stop him You know, he's 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 smart. He plays a good chess game, you know? So I don't know if there's anyone who can stop him in that division. And I think in that higher division, uh, I want to say that was probably, is that one welterweight? I think so. Maybe, I don't know. Either way, uh, is that right or is that light heavyweight? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think if he had time, if he went up, he had really taken the time to put the weight on his body and stuff like that. He could do good in that division, too. But that division, you know, every time you go up in weight, it seems, you know, it's a little bit harder. The guys hit harder, you know. It's different things to try and figure out. You know, kudos to him for stepping out into that jungle. Uh, but, yeah, you know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, either way, I think uh, I think Izzy's got it. Let's see. What else do I got going on? Guys. Um, so for my video game fans, those of you who are not are not going to be as interested. But at this point, if I haven't lost you all the other stuff, it seems like you're here for the ride. Dying Light 2. For those of you who played Dying Light, you know how amazing it is. If you have not played Dying Light, um, it's probably one of the best zombie games I've ever played. And I know you're going, God, dude, I'm so sick of zombies. But you don't understand. This is zombies and parkour. Are you sick of parkour? How many of you actually do parkour? Probably not a lot. So I don't know how you'd be sick of it. Um, Yeah, so Dying Light 2 is going to be freaking awesome. It comes out December 7th, and I'm super excited. That brings me to my next one, Far Cry 6. Look, I, you know, I don't want to skip on Dying. Well, no, Dying Light 2, I'm excited. Um, it's parkour and zombies, you know. And it's, it's, it's always good. Far Cry 6 uh, is exciting. Um, they're in this new place called Yara, which is like an island in the Caribbean. And uh, 
are you are you throwing and um yes island in the caribbean and uh it's run by this guy it's kind of like cuba there's this guy running he wants his son to take over you're with this regime of gorillas who are coming in with man-made weapons and uh coming to take back your country this october 7th um Horizon 2. I've been playing this game called Horizon. It's not new. Uh, the second one's coming out sometime this year. I just hadn't played it, and I got it for free. So I said, oh, well, I'll download it and play it. And it's been amazing. It's been a great game. It's been a really good game. If you thought it... Look, when it first came out, I don't know. I just wasn't interested uh, for whatever reason, if you have the opportunity to play it and have not, you should play it because it's really good. It's really good. It's really fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, right now I'm also, just to throw it in there for those who are interested, I'm listening to this book. If I say I'm reading a book, 90% chance I'm listening to it just for future reference. If I'm actually reading the book, I'll probably tell you I'm actually reading the book. Uh, but I do a lot of audiobooks because it's nice because I can listen to it and I can kind of, you know, I'll do it while I'm riding my bike or kayaking or, you know, it's whatever. Either way, uh, I'm listening to this book right now called The Terminal List by Jack Carr. It's a series of books. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast and uh, he's like an ex-Navy, or not ex-Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL. Ex-Navy SEAL doesn't sound right because he's still, he's still a Navy SEAL. Retired Navy SEAL, and he's kind of wrote these books. Uh, they're fiction, um, but, you know, they're fun, little action thrillers to listen to. So I've been listening to that. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying, trying to try and, like, read a book a week, a.k.a. listen to a book a week, which doesn't seem too difficult. Um, I'm going to say that, you know, but that's what I'm going to try and do. So maybe hopefully every week I'll have like a, a book recommendation or something too. You know, I don't know. I think it'd be nice. I listen to a lot of books, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, I even throw I even throw another book recommendation at you too. Uh, 12 Rules of Life, An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson. There you go. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's a long one, but it's good. Um, And yeah, so... Chun, 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 chun. Guys, it's Memorial Day. I'm getting the fart off of here so I can, you know, go play and celebrate and all that good stuff and remember the troops and all the good stuff they do for Mr. and Mrs. Uh, president and Vice President. Really, once again, I'm not that political. I just like to talk shit and rile people up a little bit. But fuck them. All right, guys. Always, I love you. I mean it. I really do. Um, I love the fact you listen to this thing. Uh, even if it's, you know, just uh, help your boy out. I really do. I love you guys. I appreciate everyone who messages me and writes in and whatnot. Uh, it's always fun to hear your thoughts and opinions and what you like, what you hate, keep it up, I appreciate it, 
the Instagram for the podcast, pod, podcast, podcast, the podcast, <clears throat> the Instagram for the podcast is TG3 underscore podcast. I know. TG3 underscore podcast. Um, that's what it is. And uh, if you don't follow me already, you should. You should. I don't know why you listen to this and not follow me. Um, I don't know. That's it, I guess. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day. Um, take, you know, five, ten seconds just to respect those troops who did, you know, all this amazing work and continue to do all this amazing work to keep us uh, keep us actually free because best believe our government and officials, and this is not me being funny or picking on the president, best believe our government and officials don't give a crap about our freedom because they're higher than us in their minds and they're not worried about our freedom. So thank the people in uniform, because they are, and they're the only ones uh, who are in a uniform who care about your freedom. So shake a hand, you know, tell them thank you. And other than that, guys, enjoy your Memorial Day! That was ridiculous, right? All right, guys. Love you. Later.